0: Hey, welcome to LDS Transitions. So, today is the 15th of June 2021. Uh, in recent news, uh, David Archuleta came out as LGBTQIA+. Uh, so, it sounds like he came out to family as being gay several years ago. And then... Uh, is part of that discovery uh, looks to indicate to being uh, bisexual and then uh, onto asexual. So it's uh, you know it's a journey. It's not like hey, it's not a binary. <laughs> you know, you someone in that situation is figuring out exactly where they are, and there's a large spectrum you know each person's their own individuality with different complex pieces right biology, genetics, um, environment, uh, beliefs etc etc. It all complicates uh, one's uh, place in this world, our perceptions, how we are perceived uh, our own perceptions um and on and on so uh you know if you can hear the birds are uh, really talking it up right now it's fun to hear them and cicadas for whatever reason are not right here in this area uh, but i i hear they're awful just like 30 minutes away so it's kind of interesting uh the uh, uh I had a life lesson that I'm learning um, you know being in a, an area where there's a lot of greenery it's beautiful, it's wonderful, you can see a lot of nature uh got tons of little tiny chipmunks got uh rabbits um, you know we've got all kinds of. Wildlife. We've got a deer that hangs around and just uh, looks like she. She may be pregnant. Um, I don't know much about what that all looks like, but it looks like she was walking kind of funny with an udder, so either she gave birth or will sometime soon. Um, So you know, lots of lots of fun things to see. Well. Uh, part of part of that is uh, with all this greenery in life, we also have you know the bad mixed in, right? The poison ivy, the poison oak. So we had a tree fall this last week. We had to cut it up and uh, get rid of it. Well, on these uh, trees, they oftentimes will have these vines coming up. So it's either poison oak or poison ivy. Um, I'm not positive which. I want to say it's poison ivy. Um, A neighbor said as much and I'll take his word for it but you know you don't see the three leaves necessarily on the vine itself. So working on uh, cutting up this tree. It's quite big and there's a few small and big vines hanging around and uh sure enough I get poison ivy you know it's not bad um it's in a couple spots and and uh trying to treat it the best I can and you know but it's a constant reminder it's there it's it's an irritant it's itchy um and uh you know, you just wanna itch it out. And I've been good so far. Um Heard that uh if you itch it out and put salt on it or uh rubbing alcohol, uh it'll go it'll dry out faster and the itch will go away. I'm not recommending that because I haven't done that yet, so I don't know by experience. Right now I'm just gonna see how it does in a day or two and put up with the itchiness. But I share this because I want to use a parallel. I want to use an analogy from this. The church or many belief systems that are based off of unproven, untested, now I know that's going to be offensive to some. Um, But belief systems in and of themselves are uh, like are like poison ivy um, the Church of Jesus Christ of latter-day saints is poison ivy from a distance looks great. look how beautiful and green it is. Look how lush it is. you know look at this, you know how it grows up on houses. How it grows up on trees, you know, how it spreads out, just gives us a nice, lush look to it. Especially if you're in the desert, right? (laughs) Um, You know, it's like, hey, it's green. Um, Green's good, right? So with that perception, it's also an irritant. And you can't, if you're going to mess around with it, it's going to get on you, it's going to hurt you at some point. Um, Some people are less affected by it than others. Other people, they get it and that's bad. Um, Some people, they get it on their skin and for whatever reason, it's not that much of an irritant. Um, So why do I share that? You know, I come from a binary narrative, and I'm rejecting the binary narrative. I don't believe in a binary narrative, I don't believe in a heaven and hell, I don't believe in a fear-based reward system, Um, I reject all that. Um, I believe in either a God that's unconditional, or no God at all. now it's like whoa whoa, 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 whoa. you know hey if if you've got a kid that's a drug addict you're just not gonna give them everything they want right well of course not but it doesn't change your love for them right it doesn't mean that you're gonna trust them doesn't mean that you're going to give them everything they need um there's a responsibility there and so it's like, well, that's how, that's how God works. It's uh you know, God gives his laws and, you know, if you're not willing to obey, it's like, it's one thing to willfully disobey because you're an addict and you've got other issues going on, right? Um, it's another thing because people are born a certain way. Doesn't mean that the addict is bad. It just means you have to work with them differently. But because someone's born a certain way, someone has has a given skin color. Uh, you know, the African Americans. The church has disavowed the curse of Cain. But yet we grew up with that shit. They have disavowed it. But yet, they won't disavow the the idiocracy of the LGBTQ community as being born the way they are. And that it's not a punishment from how they lived, it's, it's not because of some trial. You know, it's like, give me a break. Don't you see the, don't you see the parallels? It's like, you go and disavow. Uh, a doctrinal basis that you had taught for years on the the whole curse of Cain type crap and now all of a sudden you abandon that and you say, you know, hey, it's, it's not what we used to believe or we disavow our prior beliefs but with the LGBTQ community you're You're doing what you used to do to the African-American community. Slavery was allowed in Utah. It was a slave state. It was a slave state. When it joined the Union, maybe not the Union, but when it became a territory, I'd have to double check that. Maybe it is when it became a state, but it's it's reprehensible, it's evil you know for someone to say, "Hey, we have the fullness of the gospel," and then to disavow what our prior beliefs were, oh we <laughs> we abandon that, you know it's like yeah, whatever, okay, so let's abandon some other crap, right. I guess we also abandon the fact that we should take care of the poor the homeless Mosaic four type stuff uh, it doesn't fit our narrative so we're gonna abandon that we we kind of like our hundred billion plus that we can uh, pull and take whenever we're, you know hey when those harsh times come sure we didn't pull anything for the pandemic You know, oh, but the church just gave, uh, you know, to the $10 million this last week to help um, give resources for black community. And I I didn't read enough into it to, um, to give an educated response as to what it is. Uh, but that's another thing that came out. I'm like 10 million. My hell, that's nothing. 10 million's like throwing your pennies out the door when you're driving a Lamborghini. You're like, here you go. Enjoy. You can do so much more. So, the whole reason for bringing up the poison ivy stuff. You're going to run into these type of things regardless of your situation. You may not be Mormon, you may have grown up without religion, but you're going to run into these communities, these organizations, these belief structures that are going to be poison ivy in your life. And it is what it is, yeah, poison ivy can be beautiful. Uh, It adds to the greenery, right? Uh, But you play around in it and it's going to affect you. So it's not about the fact that you got it on you. It's not about the fact that you might be rolling in it. And it may not affect you initially, but maybe later on in life it does affect you. Maybe your body has a change in metabolism or something else that triggers a sensitivity that, hey, all of a sudden, you have hay fever. Never had hay fever before. Uh, maybe the same goes for poison ivy. It didn't bother you before, but now it's awful. You've got a sensitivity to it. It hurts you, it bugs you, it irritates you. So is is the problem the poison ivy, or is the problem with how you deal with it? Now I'm not saying this to excuse the poison ivy, um, and not to put the blame on the poison ivy. Poison ivy is using it as a defense mechanism, right? To help allow it to grow and to give an air tent so that people leave it alone, right? However, you have poison ivy growing up, and because it's an air tent, people are going to go and strike out at it and try to get it out of their area. Sure, it's beautiful, but I don't want it on my property. I'm going to go ahead and clear it out. I'm going to get rid of it all. I'm going to eradicate it. So you're going to have views on, let's say, the church where people want to eradicate it. They don't want it in their life entirely. So there's going to be different responses. What's the right response? Eradicate it? Allow it to be in its space? Don't go around it? Well, you have to do what's right for you. Uh, I think acknowledging that the poison ivy is there Acknowledging the pain that it can cause, acknowledging that it's not good for everybody, more than likely it's going to damage most people because their views are limited. They see things from a different perspective than they might otherwise because they can, they're can. they so focused on the poison ivy, they don't see the other beauty around them. They don't see the other plants around them because the poison ivy's taking over so much. It's climbing everywhere. It gets on you, and that's all you can think about is a poison ivy. And you're just wanting to itch it away, right? Um, does this help? Is it helpful to reflect on this? I think it is. I think it's helpful to reflect. The church isn't going away for me. Do I want it eradicated? You bet. But guess what? Something else is going to pop up in the way. You know? People might become Southern Baptists. Or some people may choose to... Abandon all morals, right? Um, I'm not saying... That we should leave the church alone. I think because of their issues and the poison that they present, that there is a clear and present danger, and it needs to be stripped back. But nature's going to handle that on its own to some degree. But there are going to be casualties for those that... for those that uh, seek to tear it out, seek to improve it, to fix it there's just going to be casualties and there's already casualties for those that have been greatly affected by it you know you've got the John DeLins, the Bill Rills you've got the LGBTQ community (laughs) you have so many people hurt from it so many people helping trying to fix it uh, eradication sounds great but if we don't replace it with something else and learn how to maintain that something else what good is it if you're an atheist is that bad well i'm sure there's bad atheists out there i'm sure there's I know there's awesome atheists out there. I might be one of them, I have no idea. I'm still working that out. Yeah, and you know, I'm awesome, so, hey. Um, But what does, where does this take us? I think to recognize the poison is important and how it affects your life and how to work with it. Do you need to trim it back? Do you need to get it out of your immediate family? Do you need to get it out of yourself? And then be cautious with how it uh, enters into your life. You know, I'm reading scriptures and having prayer with my wife, my family. Um, So the ivy's everywhere. Um, but we're we 're only doing Zoom church right now, so it 's not so bad i don 't really have to glove glove up much um, what i 'm doing isn 't really affecting my my capacity. going to church that 's where I have to glove up that 's where i 'm taking a lot of caution that's where I have to be careful because other people are presenting aspects and perspectives to my kids and my wife and, and it affects me directly and I'm hearing it and I'm in a sense choosing to be part of this environment I could choose a different view you know I, I'm choosing to be with my wife and my kids and um I could choose a different way and just choose to eradicate it all, but then I'm also losing my wife and my kids. So it's a matter of pruning it back and being cautious, watching my heart that it's protected, watching my mind that it's protected, using a reflection to handle it? Maybe. Does that mean I have the answers? Hell no, does that mean I'm healthy? Hell no, but what's healthy? uh How do you measure that? Um, you can be healthier. I'm healthier than I was six months ago. Does that mean if some big thing happens that uh that I'll be healthy still or healthier? No but taking time to reflect on it is huge taking time to reflect on how it is affecting me you know if if you're going to work with the ivy you need to be aware of it you need to wear the proper protection and when you're handling it with gloves or not you have to remember to wash your gloves right because next time you put them on you start wiping your face when you're sweating stuff, next thing you know, you have ivy from last fall as you're weeding your garden, right? It's still around you. The effects of it are long-lasting. So, lesson, the church is poison ivy. And you have to use caution with any belief system use caution with your reflection. Be safe. Take care, my friends. Be kind.